0: Life is a roller coaster in itself, the knowns and the unknowns, the struggle, the joys and disappointments, the trauma, the loss, and all the moments in between that seem to come full circle. In the midst of the lives we live daily, oftentimes unexpected curveballs enter into our airspace. Those moments compiled affect us in the physical, immerse themselves within our mental, emotional, and spiritual beings. These moments are powerful and create a story, your story, a story where you can be empowered to thrive and not just survive. This is the Power of the P podcast. Welcome back to the Power of the Pea podcast. This is your host, Tiffany Cepeda, author and life coach, and also my husband, Nelson Cepeda, also a life coach, entrepreneur. I hope you guys had a good new year. We had a really busy, kind of stressful holiday. The new year was pretty decent, um, except I got super sick for the last three weeks. Finally, feeling a little bit better. The flu terrible this year, so stay healthy. Um, but we are back. This is the first episode of 2024. and we're Just going to kind of dive in and share a little bit about different goals. Um, in fact, I actually had the privilege of being interviewed by a couple of magazines last week and um, really got to share a lot of practical mental health tips going into the new year and just how we can create a healthier, more peaceful year. That's one of um, Nelson and I's goals, also for ourselves, is just slowing down. And so um, there's this. One of the tips that I gave was anti-goals for this year. So I do want to share a little bit about that. So yeah, we're just going to kind of jump right in.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. Holidays are always good. They are uh, time for family and all that. So Happy New Year to all. We haven't spoken to you since last year, so that's still in order. But yeah, you know, I wonder, first of all, let me, let me, and I know she didn't know I was going to do this, but I want to go ahead and plug my wife real quick because, I was really proud of her. She got to uh, talk on a couple of magazines. They called her. They interviewed her. She gave some tips and tricks and things to do. And, you know, I said to her, I said, you know what? We should do something like that because as the new year goes, so many times people make resolutions. They want to do this. They want to do that. But at the end of the day, it's almost like a reset. It's like they reset. But one of the things she had said that was really profound to me was not just about what you want, but the things that you will no longer want to deal with in the new year. Forget about the new things you want, but about the things that you're like, all right, that's cut off, we're done. Uh, We talked about this with a lot of things, but resetting is so critical. And uh, congratulations again, hon. It's pretty awesome with the blast in some other magazine. It was so awesome. Um, I can't wait to see more stuff that's coming from you. But nevertheless, um, yeah, let's get into uh, talking about some of the things that will help us into this new year and reset.
0: Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, I was super awesome. Very humbled. Very grateful. We do have a couple new things coming out soon. So I'll try to keep you posted on that. Um, but going to back to like what he was saying about. Um, things that you want to maybe eliminate or minimize from the previous year is super healthy to do. And if you haven't done it yet, then I definitely recommend sitting down for 5, 10, 20 minutes, whatever it is that you would like to take this week. And write down, I, I did this, especially because I had a lot of time to think and process and do a deep dive of 2023. So do a deep dive of your 2023 What things did you say yes to and what things did you say no to that year and out of those things what created health and peace and joy in your life and maybe excitement or clarity and what Created chaos? What was really stressful? What was the most challenging thing for you um, that you maybe don't want to redo again or have or experience again in the new year in 2024? And so I did a whole inventory and I actually shared it on my Instagram. As well, of what I want to say yes to and what things I want to say no to. So, the things that are in for 2024 that I'm going to continue doing that I love, and things that are out for 2024, things that are my no that I will not do. And so, um, if you have time this week, spend some time, really take a deep dive and decide what those things are. And a couple of the things that I don't have in front of me, but I'll just kind of throw off the top of my head, you know, some things that are yes is, um, really minimizing my social media time and weekends off and things that i want to do are oh here they are thank you did you have my yes all right so here was my yes things that are my yes for 2024 minimal screen time social media time weekends off social media Only working on things that matter and create growth, keeping my circle and my world very small. This is huge when it comes to relationships and friendships, things and people that I'm involved with. Um, My other one was saving money this year, more than last year, sticking to a strict budget. In fact, I just took off all of my nails well, not my actual nails, but the dip that I had on my nails. And I'm going to just start painting them this year. It was like 300 bucks a month I was looking back spending. I was like, there is no way I'm doing that in 2024. Um, so just cutting certain things out that I had last year that I don't feel like I need this year. Uh, my next one was living a simple and peaceful day-to-day lifestyle. Um, spending time with my core friends and family, creating a healthy community for women and moms, growing, of course, our life coaching, but without stress or any pressure. And my last yes was taking my time for my kids over work. Now, these are my no's, things that are no in 2024. Stress and overworking is absolute no. It's not going to happen this year. Um, I'm going to be very, very particular on what I say yes to and what I say no to. Working for free will not happen. My time is money, and working for free takes away so much time for my family. That was a big lesson I learned in 2023. Um, Unnecessary meetings and phone calls or interactions, that's a no. I just don't have time for that. It creates stress, and it really ruins my time. Um... My other no is striving for success. I decided I'm just no longer going to be striving for growth and success this year like I did last year. I really ended 2023 exhausted, um, I think, more than I've ever been. And I think that's also what contributed to me being so sick. Um, And so this year instead, I want to choose to just be and let the right doors open. So this is something that I've really been practicing and trying to be intentional about. My theme for 2024 is intentionality. Um, And so, yeah, uh, my other no is lack of boundaries with family, friends, colleagues. In 2024, I'm going to choose to have very strong boundaries um another no is too much networking that was a big lesson I've learned in 2023 was last year I just did so much networking I felt like I was almost running myself into the ground and a big part of that was also had to contribute to wanting to grow and um I want to find a lot more balance in that in fact I'm saying no to a group that I'm a part of this year for this reason to really minimize my time in that area Another note is opportunities that sound good but don't align with my vision. I think this can apply to a lot of you guys Um, in any season. It could be with your relationships and your jobs, in your day-to-day life, in your career, um, hobbies, really anything. But really spend some time this week and look through like what opportunities do I currently have? What opportunities do I see in the pipeline that maybe sound good and maybe would have good potential, but they just don't really align with my vision or my season or what my true goal is for this year. And cross those off. Let those things be a no. Um, Another big no is anything and anyone that brings stress, chaos, or overwhelm. Those are absolute no's. Uh, It's not going to happen. It has nothing to do with me being mean or hateful. It's just that's a big boundary that I have for this year. I learned a lot about that last year. Um, And then another one is not having so many kids' activities. I think in America we are so driven to have this overabundance of being busy and doing, and our kids have to be in, you know, a sport all season, like all four seasons of the year, and sometimes two sports, and we have this activity at school and that. I mean, I feel like we did so much with the kiddos and activities this last year. It was just a lot. I'm like, nope, we're going to do more. Calming, enjoyable activities for 2024 instead. So, finding balance, like whatever that looks like for you, I think this is a good one. And then trying to cook more at home. I hate cooking. I really, really do. So, this is a struggle for me, but we looked at our eating out budget last year. It was so much. So, we're trying to cut back on that. Um, and Eat more at home. So, yeah, those are some of my personal yeses and nos to give you some ideas. But, yeah, spend some time this week and be intentional about what you want in your 2024 and what you do not want in 2024 and be specific about them.
1: You know, those are all awesome. And we have spoken about that. And, you know, my wife and I—we are at a point that we kind of look at each other and say, "What's really important?" Of course, family. Of course, friends. All that good stuff, and uh, building this and building that. But sometimes you get so busy that you you forget that you're sweating the small stuff. And what I mean by that is—it's just our topic here—is about resetting, resetting your year into finding out exactly what you don't want anymore. That doesn't mean that you should feel, look, let's be. I don't know if this ever happened to anybody, but you ever like make a meeting or either a date night with someone or even go out to dinner or you say, yeah, yeah, we should do that. And then next thing you know you did it. You didn't really want to, but you were hoping they wouldn't have said yes. But then they said yes, and you're like, man, so you go home, you tell your significant other, your wife or your husband, you say, you don't even know what I did. I asked this guy to go out or work, you know, with his wife and stuff. And he said yes. And <laughs> you kind of, put your foot in your mouth or whatever. Those are the things that I'm trying to say to my my wife like look, you know, there's certain things that we've been doing that we're just doing because we think we should be doing it when you really shouldn't be doing it just because you're doing it to do it. In other words, don't be busybodies. We want to make sure that we are intentional with who we need to be busy with the bodies that we need to be busy bodies with and yeah that's our core that's our family that's our kids that's one another we want to be more intentional when she was sick I was like man you know what I really miss our date nights she was sick for three weeks and I was like wow we haven't even done that connection time and as much as I want to connect I can't connect because if I connect then I get sick and I started feel sick and then it's like oh my goodness. And it was just about so many things that we were going through to include even the holiday season. Sometimes holidays can be a little stressful. You're driving here, you're driving there. And then this happens. And oh, my goodness, we're running late to get over there. And it could be a little stressful. Well, that was what she was finding herself. And, honey, I'm so proud of you for setting those boundaries and saying, you know what, I can't do it all. I can't make everybody happy. At the end of the day, you have to be happy before you make somebody else happy. You have to love yourself before you can love someone else. And that sounds selfish, but it's not. That's self-conscious about what you need so that you can provide better needs for others. Because if you don't do that, that's not going to be beneficial for you beneficial for others and definitely that puts you in a position that we talked about a while ago which is being fake you don't need to be fake you need to you don't need to make sure someone accepts you because you're giving them what they need as opposed to what you need it is okay to agree to disagree it is okay with saying no
0: yes that is very very true and so good um, and thanks for sharing that. And I, I agree. I think you said it perfectly in the sense of busyness. That's really our theme for this year: is being intentional. But the underlying reason for that is to really minimize busyness. I want this to be a year of peace, and clarity, and uh, and and just simplicity. That's really it. I just want a simple year. And no busyness and no overworking or overstriving. And there are going to be these seasons where you have hustle and you have to hustle, right? But I also believe that through those seasons where you may feel like you're having to hustle because of the have to, you can still be very intentional with having some downtime or having, um, you know, specific things that you're choosing to say no to in that season to create extra space or capacity, as I like to call it, for rest and for just maybe self-exploration and finding out something that fills you up outside of the hustle outside of the have-tos and the things that you may not be able to say no to. So, I think that's really really good and super important. So, that's really the what we're saying is like be intentional this year and I really encourage each of you to sit down and do just that. Write down a list of th- things that are your yes for 2024 and write down things that are your no for 2024 and when you can focus on what I like to call anti-goals. In fact, this was one of my tips that I was interviewed for um for twenty twenty four. Um when you can focus on these things that I like to call anti goals, things that are really focusing on your character. So instead of focusing on a whole list of goals or what I like to call New Year's resolutions, which I don't believe in because life changes so much throughout the year and it ebbs and flows. And some of these New Year's resolutions or some of these goals that you started the year out with, they really are no longer relevant. And so then it makes you feel like a failure because you you know are a few months in and you're you know, slacking on maybe that or maybe you can't meet that goal anymore or some things have fallen to the wayside because life, again, gets too busy or other things come up and become a priority. Busyness is really about priority. What is a priority for your 2024? And what is no longer a priority in your 2024? And when you can be very clear on these priorities That allows you so much freedom from the hustle, from the busyness, from the overworking, from the stress, and it really provides you clarity when you can write it down, which goes back to our last podcast episode of last year. We talked about that. Write it down. When you write it down, then you can see it. It's outside of your emotions. It's outside of your head, and you have a clear vision of, okay, this is what my 2024 is going to be about and nothing and no one's going to come in the way of it. And when you can stick to that, I promise you, you're going to look back at the end of this year and you are going to be like, wow, this was just so amazing.
1: Yeah, you know, we, we always try to come up with, and this may sound corny to you, but we try to always come up with some different tagline or slogan or something for every year like 2023 is just for me. And 2024 was going to open up the door in 2024. We're saying this to each other. And we're like, no, how about 2024? No more. (laughs) And that's really like no more running around doing things and doing this and doing that to try to look for, you know, like you were saying, hon, you know, the success. We don't mean, hey, not to do your thing, to budget and to have time and to go things and to grow something. We're not talking about that. We're talking about being so busy that you think that you're achieving something when really all you're doing is just being busy. That, that's different. That's very, very different. And that's what we're talking about, the reset. Reset to find out what did you do last year or what have you been doing during your day that really isn't relevant to the day. It's, it's not really needed for that day. Take a reset and say, hmm, you know, I spent four or five hours this week or six hours doing this. Did I need to do that? No, could have I done this? Yes. If I would have put one hour into this direction, would have it enhanced my relationship, my communication with my spouse at work, with my children, if you have children, those kinds of things. If the answer is yes, then that's beneficial to you. That is success in itself. And that's what we're talking about. And you know, it sounds very, very, I don't want to say lame, but simple. It sounds so simple. It sounds like, yeah, who doesn't know that? Yes, saying it and knowing it and doing it are completely different. Um, You might say something today and somebody may take you somewhere else. You might start doing something today and someone to say, why are you doing that and make you feel guilty for doing it? And, you know, a lot of times when you're not doing something for someone or you're not doing what you used to do and all of a sudden that guilt kicks in. So you start doing it because of that instead of it really making you happy. That's what we're talking about. If you're moving forward, but you're really hesitant or lethargic or not really wanting to, you should check yourself on that because that probably means it's not something that's beneficial to you. And no, we're not talking about being selfish. We're talking about doing the things that are beneficial for everyone involved.
0: Yes. And I think slowing down is a big part of that. And so going back to, you know, these anti-goals, instead of setting goals for yourself, why don't we start setting these character traits, these These things that I will not do. And I think when you can focus more, which may sound so contradictory, like, oh, well, then you're focusing on the negative. No, you're, you're being very specific. You're becoming very clear minded about what it is you will. This is called boundaries. This is the first step of setting a boundary is deciding what you will not do. (laughs) or what you will not allow anymore. And when you can write those things down, these anti-goals, instead of focusing on this list of all these accomplishments that I want to do, instead let's focus on things that you don't want anymore to do. And when you can start focusing on those things that you want to minimize or these things that you want to eliminate that maybe were very stressful and challenging last year, maybe it's your finances. Maybe you really need a break and you need a year of just reset of you know a a financial situation in your life and you feel like oh my gosh there's no way out of it like I'm gonna just continue to be busy because I have to hustle no sit down look at your budget maybe there's some things you don't even recognize that you're doing like you were saying you know or that you have in there that maybe you can eliminate and that may minimize some of that hustle for you. And let that be part of your anti-goal. Like like me, I will not get my nails done this year. I'm going to spend a whole year... Saving that three hundred dollars a month because I have a different goal in mind of what I want that to go towards instead, and so it's just minimizing. And like for me, I'm also not going to Starbucks every single week. That um, with inflation, coffee is crazy for a cup. Right? It's cheaper to just go buy a bag and make it at home. Like it's these little habits that I think sometimes become so habitual that we don't even recognize that. We have them in our space or in our routines that we can actually begin to minimize some of these busy or stressful everyday things and like for me for work, right? There's so many meetings I've committed to on a personal level this last year and I truly have never felt so busy with in addition to having my four kids and, you know, my husband and taking care of the home and all of these things and and writing books. And I have so many endeavors. I was like, man, I took way too much on plus being involved in the PTO at my son's school. Like I just did. I think I took on way too much last year, hence being so busy. So this year is my theme of slowing down. And there are several things that I have committed to, to 2024, that I've actually had to write some emails this week and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Some things have come up in my schedule. I'm just no longer going to be able to commit to this. And that's okay. That's learning what to say yes to and what to say no to, to give you a little bit more capacity. And I think the more capacity you have, the less stress you end up feeling.
1: That is so true. And, you know, here we are talking about boundaries. And we all, those that are listening, when you say boundaries, typically the first thing that you think of is the things that you're not going to let in. The things that you you have like the square around your body and nobody's going to come into that because that's your boundary. It, it's it's not just that. It's about what are the things that you are no longer going to do to yourself. And you know what? Talk about the nails or, or even Starbucks yeah, it's it's a, it's about the money. Don't get me wrong, and adjusting here and adjusting there and all that. When you add it up, but it's also about you know what because we, we talked about this, you know you you leave early oh I gotta go I gotta go how many times don't we leave early because we gotta make sure that we go to the Starbucks line and then the line's are a little longer than we thought it was 10 extra 15 minutes and then we're running late to work and then we're rushing we're 100 miles an hour but the coffee's gonna get us a little 100 miles an hour more when we could've spent the same 10 minutes over at the house making the coffee talking for a little bit for about 5-10 more minutes with the family with your loved ones forget about saving the money what about the time that you just spent with your loved ones that has no value on money money can't buy that stuff so when we talk about about boundaries is about what are the things that are taken away from the core of what you're really doing the things that you're so busy doing anyway which is what you have to see in front of you your loved ones your 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 friends the people that really matter your inner circle that stuff is more important than stuff and that's what we're talking about the resetting the boundaries are just about what you are not going to let in It's also about what you're not going to allow to go out. So that way you can go ahead and start maximizing what comes in and also out. And and, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think even when it comes to people like I've done this, you know, this year, I've really taken an inventory. And this may sound so mean, you guys, but I'm very cutthroat and very clear about who I allow myself to have time with. And that has nothing to do with pride or judgment or me thinking I'm better than anybody absolutely not what it has to do with is my time is money one but my time also is fleeting and I cannot get it back and so and I also have four kiddos that are my priority and so time with this is some a really hard lesson I had to learn this last year My time with anybody else outside of my four kids or my husband, um, you know, my core family unit, that is time being taken away from them. And so is that time worth it? And it doesn't mean that person isn't worth it. It just may not be worth it enough for me in that season because then I'm taking away that priority from my own kiddos and that time can't be given back and so it's really put this whole thing into perspective for me of who do I really want to even have my time and who really needs my time and so sitting down and there have been some people that I'm like hey I'll still be you know acquaintances with them but they're not going to get the core deep level Tiffany because I don't have time to give that to every single person like I it's just it's impossible I'm not 20 people right um and so I share that to just give you guys some ideas that it's okay going back to boundaries to look back at your season of life maybe last year and maybe there are some people that you feel like man They're just not an asset to my life in such and such way and I don't think I need to invest such and such time with them anymore in this year because I really need, that's time that maybe you could have for yourself and that's not selfish that's called self-care and if you can't love yourself like you're going back to what you're saying in the beginning then you cannot love others well that are placed in your circle that the Lord does place in your circle and that's a big part of ministry is learning your own capacity learning who to say yes to who to say no to what to say yes to what to say no to because you can't be everything for all people and I, I think that's a really hard lesson to to learn and to swallow and it's honestly not taught much in our culture in our culture we're taught to be everything for everybody we live in a very codependent americanized culture unfortunately and so when we feel like we do not have that um you know overbearing connection I like to say with other people we feel guilty or we feel like we're being bad people or bad friends or bad examples or whatever it may be and that's not that's just simply not true um and so yeah take some time and inventory even when it comes to your relationships you know who are you willing to invest time into this next year because you're one person and time goes so fast you cannot get it back and not everyone deserves your time and that's not something to be you know, sound mean or sound selfish. It's just
1: the facts. You know, it, it's so true, and and you're right. A lot of that sounds selfish, and, and man, uh, they're like, "Wow, twenty twenty four. These guys are just ruthless." No, <laughs> it, it's not that at all. It's it's just that you know, with our kids, and 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 I have some other kids from uh, another marriage and so forth, and they're adults, and and I'm like, look, you know what? There's some things that I am not. In agreement with what they're doing or how they're doing, or uh, as a parent, we always want to be there for our kids. We want to be there no matter what. We, you know, we we try to have that unconditional love, and we're not saying not to have that unconditional love, but that doesn't mean that the condition has to be detrimental to you for loving them. If especially if they're an adult, if they're going on their own direction, they're doing certain things that you don't agree with, and you have to be part of it, and you have to save them for this and save them for that, and you got to keep talking to them. No. That is no longer your job. That is no longer a burden you need to carry on yourself. You've already done the wiping. You've already done the, the diaper throwing away. You've already done the due diligence of making sure they have their five fingers and toes when they're an adult. You've already taught them this and that and all the things. You have to be able to be satisfied of what you've done. And you sometimes you do have to back away and you have to have those boundaries on both directions so that you can allow those directions as being a parent to let that person go, which is your your child that now is an adult and I say that not just about parenting, I say that even in friendships, I say that even I'm going for a mother or a father or a sister or a brother or anyone guys, life is short. Listen. It goes by quick. And the last thing you want to do is see that on the seesaw of life, you have put so much time and effort into making someone so happy that you're the one unhappy and you've done so much. And now you have more on that side and it doesn't seem to even be close to being evened out. Those are the things that we're talking about. Reset. And resetting isn't bad, guys. You ever have like a computer that's doing something wrong and whatnot? What do you do? You shut it off and you turn it back on. You just reset it. And you're even scared that you lost the information that you were typing on your Word doc or whatever, but it doesn't matter because it's not working right anyway. And you've been typing and you've been hitting and you've been doing all that stuff. Or even something like the other day, the garbage disposal stopped working. We didn't know what was going on. It just stopped. It just stopped. And I went down and I pressed the reset button. And when I pressed the reset button, it came back on. It did this weird noise. "Mm," And I was like, okay, something's in there. Something's stuck in there. Something's going on. It's not letting it spin. So it's popping closed. I guess what I'm saying is if you got something that's making you pop your reset and you're getting overworked and you're getting overdone and and your engine is heating up, so to speak, like that garbage disposal, and you turn the reset button on and it's not working, get the stuff that's actually making it jam your life's peace out the way. And when you do that and you press that reset button and it goes back in there, when the next garbage comes in there or something that's detrimental to the peace in your life, it'll be taken away Very simply, because you can identify with it. Guys, we're talking about the love for this year. At the end of the day, that's the bottom line. Loving yourself this year so you can give the better love to the ones that are really looking for the love that's deserving of those people. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the reset for 2024. Time's ticking. We're going to be back here in another year for now. We'll be, it's 2025. Give me a high five, whatever it is, because years fly by. And sometimes, You do so much in a year, and you want to do more, and then that year is gone. Listen, Happy New Year to everybody. Blessings to everybody. This is about love for the year. This is about making sure your significant others are priority number one, but make yourself priority number one so everybody else can see how they're number one. That's the clarity in the direction of resetting. Peace out, everybody.